What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. chunks and a hunk. There's always room <laughs> for us and more on Two Chunks and a Hunk, which is this right now. Hello, I'm Jordan. For Two Chunks and a Hunk, it's me. Welcome. What's up, teens? It's Doge. And anyone who stops learning is old, whether at 20 or chunky. Anyone who keeps learning stays young. Henry hey, Ford. That's not true. Dude, I've had a lot of I old was, professors. I knew it was Henry Ford. You knew that was Henry Ford? I knew it. No, I didn't know. You Ford head? I'm not a Ford head. I'm Carter, and you lost me, Bright Eyes. I'm going to need a chunk to get back. uh, I know we're going to dunk on it later. (laughs) We're going to dunk on it later, but pretty charming line. Pretty Pretty charming charming line. line. Built More Christmas is what we're referring to. That's going to be during the second half of this pod when we review the movie. Uh, and this is during our Oh Christmas stream series, kicking it off. Very excited for that. Very excited for that. It's also very excited. I want to. I want to hear. I I am a participator in Wrapped in that season. I yeah. think it's interesting. Yeah. It feels like a lot of people when they share their Wrapped, they're like, "Sorry about the hater." It's like a. It's like making it a thing that it's not. At least in my circles, I, evidently there's people that hate. When you share your Spotify wrapped. Uh, but I actually think it's a lot of fun. Do y'all want to take any stabs at who were in my top five? Sure. Huh. I'd say Yebba's a safe bet every year. That is a safe bet. She wasn't there. Okay. You know what's okay. funny? And y'all are, are you're already off to a much better start than I asked some of my students, some of my undergrad students. And they're dumb. They just they're thought dumb. maybe it's just because I'm a professor. But I'm I'm also like 35, but they just went like, like retro rock and roll. The yes, that they actually did that. They're like one of Judy like, Garland, the right? Beatles. Judy <laughs> Garland, right? <laughs> Judy Garland and Liza Minnelli. It's a family affair. Doge, <laughs> um, <laughs> take one guess over here. What you got? Brandy Carlisle. Nope. Oh man, number five. Who even are you, dude? Number five, Ben Platt. Mm. Okay, That's crazy. Yeah. Number you know f- what? I actually think I saw your wrapped. Did you? I, I don't even remember it. Yeah. Number four, Taylor Swift. Okay. Uh-huh. There's just a lot of it out Heard there. Heard of her. Number three. Heard of her. Shania Twain. Yeah. Okay. That tracks. Yeah. Because you went to see her this year, right? Did you go to a Shania? Did concert? not get to go. Did not get to go. But had oh, no. tickets. Did not get to go. Did get a very, very Shania merch 
shirt. That's wonderful. I've seen the shirt. Mm-hmm. The shirt rips. Uh, number two, Beyonce. Uh, Renaissance has just been nonstop since it came out. Mm. It is the most motivating. When I'm grading, bro, gata, 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 gata. Yeah. I'm just like, <clears throat> just yeah, that's why she it. wrote it. That's why she wrote she was it. She's like, we need something me. for the teachers out there. She wrote it for this white man. <laughs> uh, number one was Kino, which is actually a project of a friend of ours, Andy Binky, does like mm. modern classical music. Uh-huh. Shout out Andy. Very cool. But it was very cool. good. But yeah, that's that's some rap. I wanted to talk a little bit about like what do you think are if there was a collection of like all the streaming platforms and it would say what are the most minutes you've spent in 2023 what do you think your wrapped is looking like for Mm. 2023 in terms of like streaming what we talking minutes per platform or minutes per title uh per title my number one's easy is it the challenge yeah it's 100 percent the challenge this is the year year i not discovered. We we watched the first season of USA last fall, but then we decided to like make our march through the MTV OG series this year. I mean, come on, man. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I love that Dude, feeling. It was beautiful. Carter, have you watched the challenge? No. I feel like it's extremely Carter. It's pretty yeah. awesome. And I, listen, the last time I said that about a show was What We Do in the Shadows, and you love that show. Which has got to be like, it's certainly in my top five. It's probably five or four. Yeah. But What yeah. We Do in the Shadows, I've gone through about three and a half seasons of that. So it's definitely in my wrapped. I have some anime in there for sure. Mm-hmm. I got on an anime kick about three years ago. and about it's 35 years ago. Yeah. Anybody who's like <laughs> a big like anime head, we've probably mentioned this on the podcast, but they recommend 25 shows to you. Yeah. 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 But it's also like, but then anime is so funny because they'll have, the finale will be in theaters or it'll be a right. movie. Yeah. Right. And so it's just yeah. so much content. So I would imagine Demon Slayer. So that means- is Downton Abbey technically an anime then? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think it is. I would totally watch that's I would watch I an so. anime version of Downton Abbey. But yeah, the challenge, <laughs> I'm not surprised it's up there for you, Jordan. What, what else yeah. do you think is up there on your wrapped for streaming? Um, we did a a, a 30 rock rewatch this year. Um Fun. which yeah. just means by law of large numbers, that has to be in the top five just because it's a, an mm-hmm. entire show. I don't know that we've watched many shows from start to finish this year, but we watched, you know, new seasons of several shows. I would say probably uh, Better Call Saul is up there because I think we got a running start. Oh, wait, was that last year? That was last year. Wow. My brain just conflated. It's one of those things. Well, man, that's a good question then as far as like, oh, you know what? No, this is easy. This is easy. Challenge is easily number one, but number two is definitely eight out of ten cats does countdown. We have watched uh, yeah. so much yeah. of that show this year. What did what did you just say? It's a panel show, a British panel show called Eight Out of Ten Cats Does Countdown. Okay. This is it's also a, extremely Carter. It's a show called Eight Out of Ten Cats and a show called Countdown. Countdown is like a Jeopardy style-ish, like real show. Eight out oh, of ten is cats it? is a panel show, and then they combine them. So it's kind of—is it kind of like, uh, like whose line it is? Is it anyway? Is it improv? No, it's like oh, okay. uh, it's, imagine if imagine if whose line is it anyway played Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, it's like Great. a puzzle show with like math and word puzzles played by comedians who are bad at the game. 
Oh my gosh. It's amazing. Hosted by Jimmy <laughs> Carr. Lovely. It's a great show. Um, and by that same logic, that means third place is definitely Would I Lie to You, another panel show. Uh-huh. And then fourth place is probably just the dropout channel game changers on YouTube. Uh-huh. It's like US panel show. We've done a lot of this has been this has been a year of some depression in the Wonders household. So mm. we've watched a lot of silly comedies. Need that lift up yep. to kind of bring the vibes up, you know? Yep. And I think that's great. And I would probably say in that case and following that logic, that fifth place. I think would probably have to be Survivor just due to the fact that there's been two seasons of it this year. Yeah, it's in my top five too. See, I think uh, in in my top five is definitely going to be Big Brother. Because of how much of it there is. episodes per season. There's a lot of minutes. I think I've watched only two seasons of Big Brother yeah. this year, but that's like 60 episodes. Yep. Oh, Bubba, episodes. that's I mean, like 90 episodes. So many. 90 episodes. Big Brother is the uh, show that I think big the game of Big Brother is fantastic. And the show, Big Brother, is the worst thing that I consistently watch. I like, am, I don't think it's a good show, but it's a great, an excellent game. The best description I've ever heard is it's like if the Nickelodeon Teen Choice Awards tried to do Survivor. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But I very love much. It. Very much. Uh, on, that, on my list as well is going to be Scrubs. That's the only thing we oh, watched yeah, from front to back this year. Yeah. Uh, and it's fantastic. So I don't know good. if you guys have heard about Scrubs yet. I know a lot of I've people haven't seen it. it. It's pretty underground. It, Dude, you, you're hey, the one who great. told me about it, which is crazy. I did not tell you about it. No, I'm kidding. I told Doge to watch it for like oh. a long time. Gotcha. Yeah. It's super good. It's very It's good. really good. I was thinking last night, uh, I couldn't sleep because I was uh, drowning in a, a puddle of my beautiful winter drowning drainage. He's got fluid. My I got flu. I got fluid and phlegm. Um, I was thinking last night, it really feels like, uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, uh, Jake Peralta was very much, it feels like trying to be a similar character to JD. I can see that. In terms of vibe. And I was just thinking last night about how much better Zach Braff does it than Andy Samberg. Not that I, I love Andy. No hate at all to Andy Samberg. But it does feel like those two characters were... Written, you know, I'm always talking about how much I hate Andy Samberg. I feel like it started as sort of a JD vibe, and then after yes. about season one, kind of became his own thing. Yeah, but it seems it seems clear to me that that kind of that character was was written to be sort of the same archetype. Sure, my number one is for sure Love Island. Mm. There's, it, there's there's just large numbers, lot lot of. Lot of Love Island, lot of sods, lot of sods, and it's one of those things too, to where it does feel like Love Island takes a different kind of energy from you. Because I remember when we got on the Survivor kick to really just catch up with everything, it was nonstop. There weren't really breaks. It's yeah, like, oof, it's really yeah. wearing on me. This Survivor, but Love Island can do it. You get about three or four seasons straight in, and you're like, dude. <sighs> Yeah, I'm done. Like you just skip the final <laughs> dates. You're like, I don't care. There's not drama. It's just it can at its peak be some of the most dramatic television, which is just so lovely because it's so petty. Yeah, that mm-hmm. you start getting that, and then if you can't even get close to that that buzz, then you're like, ah, I'm not interested. You know, I kind of I think really I've watched down. most of three seasons of it, but I yeah. don't think I've ever finished a season of Love Island because yeah. uh, by about the three quarter mark, I'm just like can't. Even yeah. care. And anymore. I'll just say the whole thing about like, will you share the money 
or take the money at the end should not even be a part of Love Island anymore because I yeah. get how that was kind of a clickbaity thing at the beginning of that show's premise. But nobody cares about that anymore. It's always no. like, a, we know what you're going to do. You're in love. And then they're like, yeah, uh, social media is actually an awful place. And I don't want to be the villain of Love Island. Especially yeah, with its imagine? history. It's yeah. had some really sad, sad, morbid history of people that go on that show. Uh, speaking of other sad, morbid things, uh, I would imagine the content of uh, George Miller's world is… It's, it's pretty morbid. It's it's pretty dry. Mm-hmm. It's pretty sparse. Furiosa trailer came out. And uh, if you like action movies, if you know this podcast, Mad Max Fury Road is, I still think, maybe the best action movie I've ever seen. Dude, it's so uh, good. It's an all-timer for it's, me. It's absolutely phenomenal. And the Furiosa trailer came out. There was some varying opinions, actually, over in our Discord, uh, which is that $5 yeah. tier if y'all ever want to join. Uh, but for me personally… I'm down. I think I my trust is fully in the director. I Same. think he's holding a lot of cards real close to his chest. This is a teaser, right? So this is the very beginning. We've got Anya Taylor-Joy. We've got… Uh, and I'm loving that. I love when we get a Chris that doesn't yeah. completely look like a Chris. Yes, his shirt is off. And I know, I know these Norse uh, pecs really well. But… Yeah. Um, Hemsworth, I, I like that we've got a bit of prosthetic going on. He looks a little bit different and he's acting a little bit different with what the, the yeah. very brief stuff that we saw. Totally down for it. This this like looks like this massive oil city. I think we're going to get to know some of these environments a little bit better that we just teased in Fury Road. Yeah. But when it comes to Mad Max, I'm not worried about lore, to be honest with you. I could care less. No. It, that's really not what this is about. This is about no, just make it look cool. This is about yeah. the explosion. This is about the most interesting looking people, uh, and just moments that are just going to absolutely flow you. We'll we'll one hundred percent see this movie. I know that we'll all three see it. Yeah, I'd love to yes. see it with y'all in person. It's got to be IMAX. To. It almost feels like it's going to be yeah. one of those that we get that Discord community to come watch with us. But I'm for it. Yeah, man. totally. Maybe the, I am too. I'm a little bit. I'm a little bit. Uh, the, one of the things I loved about Mad Max Fury Road was how, uh, at least how practical it looked. This does Even not if look it as practical. Yeah, this looks extremely like polished CG, like almost video game cutsceney, uh, in a way that feels pretty different from Fury Road to me. Um, and I'm not sure why. If if we are doing a bunch of practical effects, I'm not sure why we showed all the CG shots in the teaser and what looks to be very little practical. Um, But it does, it looks almost like fan filmy to me. I I don't know. There was a grittiness and a realness to Fury Road that I'm missing from this teaser. I agree. Especially when we see the cascade of like, which by the way is a badass scene, but Chris Hemsworth character holding on to a ledge and there's a cascade of cartridges, like bullets falling around him. Yeah. That felt super... uh, Super CGI. But yeah, yeah, Miller tends to flex on practical effects. And I hope that there's plenty of it. And I'm sure there will be. Me too. Not, I mean, it's all the same team that did Fury Road. Yeah, so so I just not. don't see an eight-year later sequel still directed by George Miller being bad. I just no. don't see it. I don't either. I introduce and, you to the Phantom Menace. Well, sure. Uh, the, by the poster I would Phantom say Menace that's a pretty big thanks. difference. <laughs> I, I wish Furiosa is like Phantom Menace. Uh, here's my what thing. if Jar Jar's what if Jar Jar's in this and we don't know there. until we here, go see here's it? Here's the stand what that I'm willing to make. 
stupid. Mad Max Fury Road is a 10 out of 10 for me. Yes. That would be the only Avatar, one that I would give the an, first. A, yeah. The first Avatar for me is like a two out of ten. It's pretty good job. Everything else about that movie sucks. That's just a, that's just a shot at Doge specifically. You didn't have to say Avatar. The the movie's terrible. Keep going. It's it's it it's a it's a screensaver. It looks nice. It's a terrible movie. If that movie, if fans were willing to pretend that Avatar two was good in any way, then the least we can do is give. Mad Max Fury Furiosa a chance, you know? Yeah. I feel that. That makes sense now. If I yeah. have to sit through Avatar 2 and pretend that it's not the same movie twice. <laughs> yeah. I think for me in just an overarching conversation around any sequel or something or prequel that one of the iterations is one of the best movies you've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. think I just need to, I'm going to have to temper myself. I'm going to sure. have to. And sure. just assume this will not be good. As No, sorry. Just assume this will not be as good as Fury Road. Yeah, that's and totally that's fair. Totally fair. Yeah. Totally fair. If this is an 8 out of 10, what a blast, dude. It's still probably going to be one of my favorite, certainly one of my favorite Cinema, like going to the movie experiences. That's what this is yeah. built for. I'm going to tell you, this, the, the soundtrack to the trailer got me hype up, though. It did get got me yeah. a little bit hype up. It's been on that yeah. hype up. It's been on that feel is it Junkie up? Extra Large again? Do I don't know? know. I hope so. I do too. Extra Large. Junkie Extra Large. <laughs> junkie Extra Large. Is this her Junkington? <laughs> I don't uh, know, dude, actually. <laughs> uh, a little bit more uh, pieces of news. They're starting to make the Superman legacy cast. Um, yeah. Hey, every every casting decision is a 10 out of 10. It's great. It's really good. I love… Quick, I think quick the update, most important quick, one… I'm sorry. Uh, it is Junkie XL. This is more important than anything else. Good. It is Junkie XL, which oh, is a big deal for me. Good. Uh, I would say… I mean, my favorite is is Holt as Lex. As Lex Luthor. Yeah, I think that's yeah. great. I really, really like him on the topic of Mad Max Fury Road. Um, Give me, I, I want like a slimy, like tech bro, Luther. Yeah. Like, like what they tried to do in Batman versus Superman. Yeah. Like a Zuckerberg without actually casting the guy who played Zuckerberg. Yes. <laughs> I like that a lot. Uh, one of the things we didn't talk about on this podcast is did we talk about how Ornofsky is going to do a Elon Musk biopic? <sighs> we did. Okay. Never mind then. We, we don't have to talk about that again. I'm Who's so it intrigued. For? I'm so intrigued. I have no idea. Because a lot of the times with these big billionaires like this, I feel like these are these movies are made about them to put them in a boo-boo light, which is nice and whatever. I don't know. We'll see. If Elon like has to anything hope. to do with it. I don't know. It could just be a fever dream, especially with that director. Um, yeah. I heard Brendan Fraser's going to play him. Brendan Fraser, dude. <laughs> As Elon Musk. <laughs> I wonder if they're going to dip into how uh, Elon Musk is uh, spouting conspiracy propaganda on the platform that he purchased and then ran into the ground. He's a visionary, bro. You just don't get it. Like, honestly, <laughs> your, un- network, it, your network should determine your net worth, and it, it does a little bit, you know? And I hate to point it out to you. Quite understand. Do you watch The Morning Show? No. no. I watched some of the first season. It gets better. I watch TV in the evenings usually. 
Wow. Dude, he did it. Yeah. I got there. I, You know, I went there. Sometimes, and a lot of people won't even do it. Sometimes a joke… And it's hard to call which ones are going to do it. But sometimes a joke just feels like pulling the e-brake. <laughs> it's like, what do we do now? I've done it myself. I'm not… I'm not it's no, not an accusation. That's the, best, that's the best feeling when you can just stop the other two guys in their tracks. And you can see on their faces that they're like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard That in my is life. honestly a good feeling. I just make me feel proud. Because that's not the <laughs> easiest thing to do. It's like um, it's it's no but. It's not yes and. It's no but. No but. It's no actually. <laughs> Another conversation that we had had on a previous episode uh, was about the kind of release of all of this tension of the actor strike and what's going to happen with scheduling conflict and stuff. And we're starting to see uh, bigger names have to turn down projects because other projects are priority. And one of the things that happened was Jenna Ortega is out on Scream Seven. That franchise is just getting <laughs> destroyed. We've got some fans of, mm-hmm. of the Scream uh, franchise in our Discord, and they're pretty bummed about it just because there's been political things going on and then just scheduling conflicts. But Jenna Ortega chooses to stick with Wednesday uh, rather Probably than, a good move for her. Probably a good move for her. Uh, in the Tim Burton uh, topic of things, Beetlejuice 2 wrapped, which I that was one of those… That I didn't even know Beetlejuice 2 existed. There you go. I had heard about it a long time ago. Forgot it was in there. Uh, it's Winona Ryder. It is still Michael Keaton is Beetlejuice in Beetlejuice wow. 2 for Tim Burton. And I'm totally in, man. I'm down. Chelsea watched yeah. uh, The sure. Nightmare Before Christmas for the first time this year after we put up decorations in our house. And man, I really do like Tim Burton a lot. So I'm excited for that. Yeah. But there's almost just too many little projects and things coming up to… Are there… It felt like during the height of Marvel, most of the news-breaking things were like discounted. Like they were not real. Do you feel like we're still in the time of like… You hear an announcement that something's going to happen and you're like, I don't really… I'm going to have to wait until I hear from a reliable source to even believe in that. There's just so much news. If it is if it is studio franchise like shared universe related, I almost never believe it's going to happen until I see it on a poster or mm. a trailer for it, because that stuff gets can't because that is basically like here's how we're thinking of investing our money yeah. versus here's a project we believe in that we'd like to try to get made. Yeah. Uh, but if it's not related to that, then it's something that I sure yeah I think it's real and I'm I'm usually excited about it if it's not related to that stuff. In fact, the two things that I that are at the top of my go see in theaters list right now are the holdovers that Paul Giamatti yeah it looks uh, great movie looks fantastic. Ended up getting some Oscar and buzz about it. Which is cool. I know Paul Giamatti's great. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love Paul Giamatti. Yeah, I do too. Uh, Ever and, since Big Fat Liar, and, you know. <laughs> And Dream Scenario, the Nick Cage movie. Yeah. Dude, iron, throw uh, Iron Claw into the mix for me and you've iron got Claw. my… Yep. I'm talking about that are out right now. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. I think those two are out right now. Um, but like I, I'm just so much more excited about these. Like, I don't know. Something about it. And and yes, they absolutely are investments to make money. Like that's the point. That's the reason studios are putting these movies out. But something about them feels far less cynical than like let me… Let me reskin the same superhero story with a different actor and a different villain yeah. and call it a day. Yeah. Excited for it. Another thing that I'm excited for, and this will be uh, special for you, Jordan, 
Uh, does the name Nirdesh ring a bell? Nirdesh. Sounds is, familiar, but it's a I two don't... chunks follower now. This was one of our our friends who was in the final for oh uh, my Crossbow. gosh, yes, dude. Nirdesh follows us, dude. That's a Nirdesh big deal. Nirdesh is the man. Nirdesh is the man. Real quick, before we head to the break, because it's a quick game, I do want to go ahead and play Asakona and answer Asakona. Uh, answer one of the one of the big Google questions. If you haven't heard us play Asakona. Uh, we build a corner of three individuals to help answer a random question that the Google search algorithm gives us. Why do we do this? Because we just want the world to be a better place. I know we seem like busy people Who else is and we don't it? have the time for big things like that, but we certainly do. Because we're here for you. We're here for the chunkies. Jordan, give me a question word. Who, what, when, where, why, how. Can I give the question word? I, I never get to give Oh, the really? Doge, go ahead and do that. Just don't pick a bad one. Yeah. Carter, don't listen. How do we feel about should? He doesn't even have the confidence to stand by his convictions. He wants to pick the question word, no. and then all of a sudden, it's a group You project. got in my head. You got in my head. I was like, should's going to be funny wow. for sure. Should's going to be funny well, for sure. Well, that's not even one of the words, so. That counts, though, I think. But it'll get you to a question. It'll get you to a question. Sure. Sure, man. Hey, man. If you think that's a good idea, <laughs> should. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, this is going to be great. Jordan, what's a letter you got, my man? Dude, Seems like a fun energy. It has right to be I because I feel like the search is for it's gonna should be should, I. It's going to be should I stay or should I go? No, nope. oh, That's going to be the top one. It's should I pop a blister? Should I pop okay. a blister? That is going to be the question that we answered today. Who do we pick to answer this question in a corner? These are real people, not fictional people, right? Have we always used real people? I don't think I that don't necessarily has to be asking. a part of the rule. Okay, Anakin We've Skywalker. People. That was my actual <laughs> first thought. <laughs> <laughs> Have you all seen the Lego bag that's just got a bunch of body parts in it? And it has the Star Wars tag and it says the younglings. No, no, I haven't. Okay, Anakin. Anakin is a great one to start helping us uh, answer the question if if we should pop a blister or not. We need two more. Should I pop a blister? Which which model of Terminator is the one from Terminator 2? T-1000? Is that T-1000? The liquid metal Terminator? No, 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 no. The, the Arnie. T-800. Arnie's T-800. The T-800 from Terminator 2. Oh, because it was We just listen to everybody who's got, who's got lit on Who fire. got melted, yeah. <laughs> Can we, I think, to throw a dissenting voice, because they would all be like, yes, I am a blister. Please pop me. This is not pleasant. To throw a dissenting voice in, could we add uh, perhaps… In my mind, there's a, a competition between Osmosis Jones and Miss Frizzle. Because I feel like both of them would have like medically Educated sound on advice that. for us. I'm going to go yeah. with the frizz. Just for the record, my third yep. suggestion was going to be the dad from Hereditary. But I think uh-huh. that yeah. Miss Frizzle <laughs> is a nice round answer here that will help us have some real expertise. Absolutely brilliant. Because, because like if I could go down the line, I think Anakin's answer would be… Ow, I'm in great pain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think the T800's answer Anakin's would be, answer Ow, is I'm in great no, pain. No, just be a thumbs up. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, pop it. And don't forget. Pop it. You pop the blister. <laughs> <laughs> Do it however you... I have a pen here. Ew. Blit. Gross. And then Frizzle will tell you like why, how that helps with the healing process. Mm. What actually is a blister? What's that fluid? Miss Frizzle will be like, take chances, make mistakes, get messy. Answering well, her like, number one question. Blister. I also feel like though, based on what I know about blisters, Miss Frizzle will be like, don't though, let it. Yeah, know. actually, she would say that. that. She'd be like, she would say, don't, don't pass it, don't pop it. I'm don't gonna drive my bus it. over it. <laughs> no, don't pass the blister. <laughs> And that's a corner. You ask a question today. You wake up and you see, man, all this pickleball. Look, my heels are in dire need of some kind of salve. You look down, there's blisters. What do you do? Should I pop a blister? I don't know. Ask your three friends, Anakin, T-800, and Miss Frizzle. They'll tell you. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. Let's go to a break. Let's go to announcements. Oh, I got it. I beat you. (sighs) Not on my head. I feel to lose the power. to shout outs. It's the part of the show where we give shout outs and make announcements. I want to give a quick shout out to Amazon. McDonald's Sorry. last night, roughly mm. 9.15 p.m. Had a real hunger going, missed dinner, uh, had a busy night and decided to uh, just DoorDash some Mickey D's just for the nostalgia. And they've DoorDash. got a new option on, I don't know if it's in store, but it's on DoorDash. It is a basket of fries. Pardon? Ah. We shared it, ah. and it's so many ah. fries. <laughs> I absolutely thought you were about to say bass. You bass. can get a, a yeah, Mick we got bass. like a Chilean sea bass with like a aioli. It was I like that. Beautiful. Good no, grief, just man. a basket awesome. of fries. Um, and it was just, I mean, truly Bigger than a large. Yeah, oh, for, yeah. firmly bigger okay. than a large. Yeah, I would say probably like tasket. somewhere in the realm of… Somewhere between 1.5 to 2 large fries dumped into a basket. Wow. There you go. And it was like $4.25. Easy. Yeah. No. It was was the simplest math I've ever done. I can afford that. I don't like to brag. We split. I I don't like people to know I'm a man of means, but I could afford that. We split (laughs) one of those. We split a 20-piece nug. And I got myself a little bacon McDouble on the side just because I'm not like that. That's how you got to do it. Um, But man, it it was… I'm still thinking about it. Now I'm thinking about it. Yeah. I'm also now thinking, I'm about, thinking about it. I'm also thinking about Oh Christmas Stream. It is the season for truly tis movies that have something to do with Christmas and love. And next week we'll have our next movie. Get ready for wow. it. Wow. Simple as Let's that. Get ready for it. It, it. Even we don't know what it is. Even we don't know. Who will know first? I don't know. But I do know that our Discord channel will know pretty early. So if you get on that $5 tier, get over in that community. We're talking about new things. We're talking about old things. We're talking about Christmas streams. Uh, wow. Yeah, go check it out. Let's, as as Jason Statham would say if he was here. Stay tuned. Stay, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Turn back to His the, voice is so interesting to me. Ahead. I'm just trying. Well, I'm very fast. Yeah. Let's go ahead. And, stay tuned. Let's go ahead and head back. That I mean. Let's go ahead and head back. That I mean. I think we should probably head back Sh- to the show. Stay tuned. That I mean. Probably be better. That I mean. That I mean. Probably be better for most of us if we just headed back to the show. Stay tuned. It's like someone trying to start a Statham. Stay, stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> Doesn't have enough juice. 
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. We're back. Carter, you've brought me a gift for you, my friend. I brought you a Biltmore Christmas. <laughs> uh, Thanks. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome, man. Um, this was a scramble for sure because there was another movie that I had found that felt very much you. It was called Butler's in Love. It's a Hallmark movie, but we found out it's not a Hallmark Christmas movie. I saw a tree that had lights on it. I didn't even it, know they could make them regular. Those, those aren't all Christmas trees, you know? Those aren't all Christmas trees. I, I mean, I guess either. they got to do something for 11 other months, but… Man, I, I genuinely, <laughs> if you had asked me, genuinely would have been like, I bet they probably do like at least one Christmas movie a week. They probably just play that. Like it's like the Christmas That's probably channel. probably still true. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's probably year round. But we settled for a Biltmore Christmas and it's it felt a little bit more than a settle at the end, which <laughs> was great. But one of the reasons I good did choice. pick this for you, because I did, I did still want to hold true to the secret sure. Santa of it all was there is time travel in this. And so there's a very clear rule to the way that this narrative works. And I'm very interested to, to hear how you felt about that. Mm. Uh, and then two, I just know you're you're a big Asheville, North Carolina guy, if I knew you. Can't get you know? enough of that ash, dude. Can't get enough <laughs> That's of That's what they that call ash. it. They call it the ash. And uh, I just can't that? get enough. What's that ash? Yeah. Jordan can't, can't loves… Jordan loves Truman era Hollywood, I think, too, more than anybody yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I really it was, films, it was films nice. immediately post World War II are like his jam. Yeah. <laughs> I love how boring I, and lame they are. I think that's sort of my so favorite. Boring part. Lame. <laughs> I, it was nice that this was a 2023 flick. It was one that was yeah. Hallmark Christmas for this year. So it's fresh. Yeah. I was a little bit worried being our first representative because December, they they just kind of wait till December and, and throw that stuff out there. But we did have a few new yeah. movies out there. Uh, yeah, a fun no, the thing, pressure's high. A fun thing that happened, shout out to Ye Ye on uh, Discord, but I shared that and I knew it was going to be a good one because someone in our Discord said, my mom literally just told me about. Like, that's who yeah. you need to hear about yeah. Yeah. a Hallmark Christmas movie to understand yep. its hype. Jordan, did, did next Callie year, know about this beforehand? Did Callie um, know about this beforehand? You yeah, said she recorded. So, okay. she. This is this is the story according to her, so I will I will give her the benefit of the doubt. But um, Callie likes to uh, during Christmas time she works from home, and so when I'm gone, she just like throws on random stuff on the TV in the living room, just so it doesn't feel quite so like empty in the house. And uh, for like eleven months out of the year, it's usually either catfish reruns on MTV or uh, Food Network. But mm-hmm. in December, late November through December, it's all Hallmark, baby. She just lets that ride. And so I guess she was scrolling through just to see what was on it. And um, she, I guess she, I think she like read something or watched something about like the Vanderbilt family. Um, and so was just curious when she saw Biltmore in the title, she was like, let me uh, take a peek. I thought she oh. said, I thought she told Jess one of the two, it was either like, it was either Lucy or Ava. One of them was like a Broadway person. That's it from a, I thought so too. That's from a different, she was talking about a different movie. It's from a different And one. I think it's she was one. looking, I, I actually, I think you're putting it together for me. I think she was looking for that movie. I think she was scrolling through Hallmark looking for the movie that has one of her favorite Broadway people in it and then just saw Biltmore Christmas and just was like, record, and then kept moving. Yeah. 
So when yeah. I told her what we were watching, she started laughing. She was like, already in the DVR, baby, let's go. So <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's 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 how we had access to it. So so readily, so readily available was this movie. Can I give uh, a synopsis? I've, yes. Also, yeah, I've been we're to, about to I've, accidentally start talking about it without me doing my one job. And then go I'll ahead, shut up and you could do your podcast. Thank God. This week's IMDb synopsis has no author, which of course means it materialized out of thin air holding an hourglass. Lucy Hardgrove is a screenwriter who lands the job of a lifetime when she's hired to pin the script for a remake of the beloved holiday movie, His Merry Wife. First filmed in 1947 at beautiful, historic Biltmore House, it has long been considered a Christmas classic. When the head of the studio isn't satisfied with the ending Lucy wrote because it deviates from the original's feel-good conclusion, he sends Lucy to Biltmore Estate for research and inspiration. While there, she unwittingly discovers the ability to travel to the 1947 set of His Merry Wife through the help of an hourglass. After shaking off the initial shock of this turn of events, Lucy embraces this as her chance to uncover the truth about the movie's original ending. While on set, she and Jack Huston, one of the film's stars, spend time together and become close. But her sudden appearance has set off a chain of events that put the production in jeopardy. Before she can return to the present, Lucy must make things right or threaten to alter the future forever. I identified in this watch something that we missed when we were archetyping Hallmark movies. And it's so prevalent here that I can't believe we missed it. And I think it is prevalent and present in every Hallmark movie I've ever watched, hmm. which is just the simple rule that the main character is the mainest character that has ever existed. Yeah, 100%. In this film, at no point does anybody that is not actively an antagonist think that Lucy's ideas are bad. At no point <laughs> do they think that she might not be telling the truth or might be a, like, yeah. everybody that's not an active antagonist is just straight up like, yeah. Okay, I'm on board. Everything you do is perfect and I understand. Yeah. Like even wilder than that, I can think of only two instances in this movie where two characters had a conversation and neither of them was Lucy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is the the like Biltmore curator and her her southern friend who loves the movie. Sure. They have one conversation with each other. Mm -hmm. And then the actor that she falls in love with and the actress who's in the 1947 movie they have one conversation at the end of the movie. I am, I'd have to watch it again. I won't, but I would have to, to be sure. I am reasonably certain that those are the only two conversations that happen in this movie that Lucy is not a part of. Yeah. We see, we see the, you mentioned the acting scene, like in the fake snow. Sure, sure, yeah. Yeah, so there's that, but she's still there. She's still She's present. there, yeah. But I think the two things you said, she's not even really on screen. Uh, I've been right. to Biltmore twice. Uh, um, wow. Did Biltmore you go back is, in time ever? I I mean, honestly, when you walk through those big oak doors, it sure does feel like you're going back in time. Huh. Man, has it not changed since then? What a time. Uh, Biltmore, <laughs> Biltmore is the most hallmark of vacation spots mm. to me. That makes here's sense. One, here's one thing that I'll just pump in general. Boy, does this machine know what it's doing. This hallmark yes. Christmas yes. machine. Yeah, dude. Dude, it is so aware and it is giving you, if this is your thing, it is giving you yeah. exactly what you want. Most of the reviews, which by the way, this is a an over eight 
star reviewed <laughs> movie on IMDb right it now. It sure is. It's at an 8.2. And I think this is kind of the like, I'm a big sports fan. And so sometimes when your team has a narrative against it and it's just trying to, sh- and then finally, like maybe they're winning ugly and then finally they get like a dominant win. We're like, this is who we are. Oh, are we winning ugly now? That's kind of what it felt yeah, like this yeah. was. The Hallmark crew that is like diehard Hallmark was like, oh, I'm sorry. Did we just do time travel? Finally, <laughs> this is not, this is the <laughs> least <laughs> Hallmark <laughs> movie. And there was a lot Wait, about it, was- it not being a very Hallmark movie because of, Maybe perhaps it being good. Uh, the plot is just so crazy. Yeah. But it was way better happens. than the other the other time travel one that we watched. Once Upon yes. a Christmas, the one with DJ Taylor, where she goes back in time to World War II. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Way better. Way yeah. better. This really um, felt like, especially after watching uh, a couple of different streaming services, Original Christmas, that are made to be this kind of crappier quality. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think of like Falling for Christmas last year with Lindsay Lohan. Like <laughs> any of those kinds of like not Hallmark, but Hallmark feeling movies. Yeah. This felt like Hallmark showing up and being like, hey, I love that you guys are doing that. Actually, this is why we are the standard. This is why we're Kleenex and not just facial tissue. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is Hallmark, why we're the brand name. I feel like Hallmark with this movie was 100% like, if you're going to take a shot, yeah, don't miss. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're still here, here to come. watch the throne. Yeah, we're right here, baby. Watch the throne. Yeah. And what a yeah. brilliant, what what wonderful business decisions they made here. Yes. Because yeah. A, Biltmore as a setting, you don't have to change anything, really. All you're changing is costume. And they paid costuming. for a lot of it, too. Oh, dude, yeah. this was an ad. This was straight up an advertisement for like, come to the Biltmore. It's magical there, and you'll dude, go you back in time. you just found your demographic. It's like yeah. if it's like if we get to put our faces on a Kane's 32 ounce cup. Yeah. Right. It, it, well, it's just it, at this point for the Biltmore, I don't even feel like they found their demographic. I feel like it's fish in a barrel. I feel like Hallmark just yeah, gathered their demographic for them and Biltmore just came over and said, boom. I yeah. love here's what's so funny to me. I think Hallmark's doing it better than Marvel. <laughs> because because, because this, this is a production company that is aware of itself. Yeah. yeah. And it's just doing exactly what everybody hopes they'll do. They know what they Every single want. time. We're not trying to reinvent the wheel. We'll take some quote-unquote risks by getting someone that was on Days of Our Lives and trying to pull them mid-season. But it's not a big deal. It's like they're not, man. Yeah. They continue to satisfy. And so they just say, hey, easy. We know how to do this. And they're becoming what feels like more and more savvy. To be honest, we've probably seen enough Hallmark movies. I think there's going to be a lot of situations that I would prefer taking a dip into Hallmark because I at least know the vibe I'm going to get because anywhere on that scale, it's probably enjoyable to me just because of my flavor rather than doing something that Hulu is trying to seriously do or Netflix is trying to do Mm -hmm. that's like a Christmas flick. Like I'm way more interested in the brand of Hallmark than anything else that's trying to com- qu- compete, I guess you could say. I don't know. It's such yeah. a broad genre. I don't know if there's competition, sure. but they're doing it better though. They are doing it better. Can I super pump for this? Yeah, please. This movie, uh, I, I so this is potentially incriminating and might invalidate everything I say in the podcast from here <laughs> until the end of perpetuity. You've already done that. For I, me. I sort of liked this. I was not actively <laughs> ready for this to end. Dude, I watched this and was like, hey, pretty good. Like, 
I liked hey, it. It was good. Yeah. I'll think about it. Uh, my super pump is that this movie, and Hallmark by extension, <laughs> knows exactly what it is and is not yeah. trying to be anything it isn't. Yeah. And like, I think that I kind of like, it's, this movie is not good and that's fine. Like, a Hershey's chocolate bar is not going to get you the protein and the carbs and the fats that you need for a day. And that's yeah. fine. Dr. Pepper is not as healthy for you as water. And that's what? fine. Yeah. It's just a little, this is a little treat. And like, as far as little treats go, it's pretty fine. It's not the best little treat, but it's a good little treat. Yeah. But it knows exactly what it is. I think in, in a way that like, it feels so much more earnest than the like Netflix or Hulu, like let's aim for being crappy, low quality. This feels like completely earnest of like, hey, this is just what we are and we're going to do it really well. Yeah. And the crappiness is a byproduct of what we actually are rather than a goal that we're aiming towards. Fully agree. Yeah. That's this such movie, a great way to put it. This movie has cemented my opinion that Hallmark is decoms for adults. Because um, yeah. that's like all this is. It's just like crazy premise. It's so good. Yeah. Like like handsome young kids ready to mingle. Like that's all it is. Um, yeah. And I think that… I, 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 for what it's worth, I agree. I thought it was pretty like… It's tough, right? Because it's like if you put on like real goggles, like 100%. for this movie, it's terrible. And it, but you're not but supposed they, to. Right. And so I think it's like with the time of year, like my standards, my bar for Christmas movies is yeah. unbelievably low. <laughs> yeah. um, my expectations for Hallmark movies is unbelievably low. And so because of those two things combined, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I, I thought yeah. it was fun. Uh, I would, Dude, this, I was, this is one I would watch again probably if I'm being honest I would, with you. I was so locked into this movie. Like I was so bought into this movie. I, I, so my wife is out of town. I watched it by myself on the couch with my dog with ads doing laundry on the ad breaks. So it was like primo holiday movie experience. Yeah, for, for sure. I was so locked into this movie that that, uh, like the climax of this movie when they lead her back into the hourglass room and she has the choice to go back uh, I was like, no, don't do it. I'm going to be disappointed if she goes back because her whole thing would be like, I'm going to go back and just live the last year of this guy's life with him over and over again. Mm. I was 100% blindsided by him traveling to the future. Dude, fully like, was. I'm going I'm to give everything up to be here in the future with you. And I was like, oh my goodness, what a great twist. My yeah, expectation was really that well the for me. guy that her sister was trying to introduce her to uh -huh. would be played like by the same actor. dude's grandpa and was played by the same, yep. or this dude's like grandson and was played by Very the same Very Wizard actor. of Oz like that. Yep, yeah. that was my expectation. Yeah. And same. that's not what happened. So I was pretty, I was pretty yeah. shocked by the twist. Um, now the movie yeah. did end at the exact right time. Yeah. Because, uh, and this, I don't know. This isn't my super dumb. The movie ended at the right time because the second she brings that man home and introduces her to her sister, her sister's going to say two things. Number one, hey, I watched His Merry Wife and you're definitely the candy cane stripe girl in that. I could see you on my screen. <laughs> dude, yeah. And yes. Number two, that dude you're dating looks exactly like the dead movie star from this 70-year-old movie. Yeah. Yeah. Here's what's funny is like, I love, I was just building the world like after the fact and be like, really what this is doing is explaining doppelgangers. It's actually people yeah. who chose to come back for true love. So my sure. super uh -huh. pump is the end because it was great and awful. Mm -hmm. This, yes. the ending, yeah. I, I thought, here's, and it saved itself because it almost wasn't fully a Hallmark movie. If we had just ended with her just having to deal with and actually receiving what she wanted for 
this vague generation she was mentioning that needs a story that it's not all happy and it's not I all know. roses. Yeah. But it flipped and she actually got that. So really the lesson is, no, 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 no. It all works out. How stupid is that? That's but I Hallmark, love it. baby. But it's Hallmark. It actually did what it was supposed to. It almost and I want to say too, <laughs> the moment I realized I was legitimately into this Hallmark movie <laughs> is when I gasped when the hourglass broke. <laughs> I was like, oh, shoot, she's stuck, y'all. What's she going to do? How's she going to get back? And I hadn't even built the connection that like, wait a minute. I start mansplaining to Chelsea something she probably knew ages before me. I was like, oh, I bet that's how it gets me. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a time loop. That's a closed time like loop. It was her the whole possible. time. Yeah. yeah, Jordan, talk to us. Talk to us yeah. about the rules of this time travel. Yeah, my super, <coughs> my super dump. I'll start there. My super dump, just because this, I'm. This is really more like giving us all what we want, but also it did bother me. Um, my super dump is like time travel movies are tough. Hallmark took a swing at it, but like they've created so many paradoxes and like closed time loop issues that uh, it's just irresponsible, I think, with the timeline. You know, I actually think the time travel is extremely tight in this. It's a it's a fully closed loop, which is the only way. Like, it's very deterministic. There is no multiverse. There is no wow. butterfly effect in Hallmark. There is only one timeline. Well, they just don't, loop they back just and don't explore. It. They just don't explore the consequences. But the fact of the matter is, if... If she's always been the candy striper and everybody's seen the movie, then at some point, somebody would have noticed if they watch it every year. Yeah, that's the only hiccup in the time travel for me. No, it's not because if the... <laughs> well, it if, is for him. If the sand... If the hourglass was already broken, that means she's already gone, but she hasn't gone, but she... Ha it's It's the time turner thing from Harry Potter. It's the same exact... Issue. She was always going to go. It's the time travel from Interstellar. It was always going to happen that way. And she that hasn't reached the point in her timeline where she loops back and completes that loop and then but returns to the present. Because she goes back and forth from past to present, that can't be. Yeah, so it like, is, absolutely. So like her going to the past yes, dude, and is, being a, a candy cane lady in the movie would have effects on the future. And she goes, like, because the time travel works where it's it's not, it's just always bringing her, like, what, 80, almost yeah, 80, like years 80 years back? 80 years in the past, yeah. Almost, because it's always bringing her 80, like, time is moving forward in both timelines at the same time. So, like, she's not going back and changing things. She's going back and continuing what yeah, happened. she's going like, back and experiencing be... the things she's always experienced. No, that is... That is a tighter version of this that involves there being changes after she goes. Like she would have had no way. to have it seen a have version. Change anything? Yeah, it would. She would have to have seen a different <laughs> version of the movie than the one that existed after she goes because she's in a timeline where she's never gone yet. But what I'm saying is, if she's watched the movie and the whole time it's been her, even as a little girl, she saw her adult self in that movie. Then it's a closed loop, and it it's perfect time travel. She gets yes. to the point where she travels back in time and fulfills her destiny, does the thing she's always done, comes back to the future, hangs out there for like a day, and then travels back and does the other thing she's always done. Yes, and if she was always in the movie, then that's 
true. So are we assuming that she hasn't always been in the movie? Because I'm think assuming that's how that it, she has. That's how it has to be. I mean, she watches it every year with her sister. She's got friends, I assume, and family who have watched. Like somebody has noticed this yeah. before this point. So if that's the if that's not just a fun little wink of oh she's always been in the movie and just was too busy being sad about her generation not wanting a real happy ending to notice that then like if she has always been in the movie it's great time travel if she hasn't then she when she travels back to that time and acts in her favorite movie of all time her sister's favorite movie of all time she creates a new reality she that's can what, never return to the original timeline that that's that's the point that i'm making is that that was my interpretation is that she had yeah. not always been in the movie which means that the hourglass wouldn't have been broken the first like i was thinking it, yeah. this is this is much better if she, when she comes back the first time or after she drops it for the first time it's broken confirming that she's not crazy like i feel like yeah there has to be that's what I'm saying. It's the time turner time travel. It is not interstellar yeah. time travel. It's time turner should, time travel. If she hadn't been in the movie, if that's if that is nothing more than a fun little wink so her friend can see her in the movie. Uh if she has not always been in the movie, it is interstellar time travel. Sure. Look, I'm just I'm she taking apart a Hallmark time travel. I'm just sure. my turn. Yeah. My turn. This turned out to be a gift for me. I I secret Santa'd selfishly, I guess, to give this to Jordan. I this has to be one of the best, certainly one of the best moments of this podcast this year, <laughs> but ever. You guys spent five minutes debating the time travel of a Biltmore Christmas, and I could not be happier. I, yeah, it's everything I could that. have wanted. Welcome to it. And Welcome to it, Two Chunks and and a I'm totally Switzerland. My classic thing, if you were to ask me my opinion, I would say yes. A little of both. <laughs> what? Yep. I think um, it's all of it. May I super pump? <laughs> yeah, do it. It's Lucy it's the time dude. travel, isn't it? She way I to go, she was great, man. man. I thought she was great. Isn't yeah, that a little bit what makes this? It's got to be the main ingredient to what makes this movie more compelling for Hallmark because you can I think get she's a good actor. duds as leads. Yeah, yeah. I think she's a good you actor. Get, I thought like, she was the, like robotic Stepford. What like this is what I have been. Yeah, I must do this. I've got to work yeah. for the Hallmark. Dude, she was fun. She was I found her endearing, she intensely rootable. She was funny. Yeah, she was. Funny. If this is how Hallmark writing has been for quite a while, and it's just been delivered poorly, it's like, well, shoot, man, y'all had y'all yeah. had chances to have this stuff be a little bit more charming if it's delivered well. So I feel yeah. like good news for Hallmark is that because of blockbusters being what they are, like I feel like we are seeing the reemergence of B-list actors for the first time yep. in a long time. Which means that Hallmark might have a pretty decent crop to choose from over the next like 10 years. Yeah. So th this could be like, the we might be entering a golden age of Hallmark movies. Can I tell you somebody that I think they should Amazing. get they should get rid of as these new people cycle through? Yeah. Who is my super dump? Yeah. It's not Riker. Riker was great. Jonathan Frakes was great in this. Wh I was happy which one's, to see Riker. Which one's Riker? Uh, the the, the more curator. Yeah, tour no. guy. Yep. I thought it was yeah. funny that his full-time job was following Lucy and her friend around, but hey, she's the main character. What else is he going to do? He That's doesn't exist saying, unless she's in the room. That's with him. what I'm what saying. What are you dude? doing? Uh, no, my super dump is Colton Little, who played Claude Lancaster. Perhaps the worst acting I've ever seen in front of. Is he the mean guy? He's the mean pastor. Yeah, it was pretty bad. It was yeah, extremely yeah, my, bad. He wasn't I'll even trying. Like so, yeah. so the guy who plays. Uh, Charlie, that's his name, right? Jack. The, mm, Charlie felt like a better name. Christopher Polaha. 
He was great to me. I thought he was actually really good and did a pretty yeah, actually good, charming. Like, pretty good, like late forties kind of vibe guy. Uh, but this guy Colton Little didn't. It felt like he didn't even try. Like it, he was acting in a period piece as if it was twenty twenty three and he had been time traveled. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't believe it for a second. He was pretty bad for me. It was, yeah, was weird definitely. to have. There's there had never because our leads did so well in my opinion, and this is a bit of my super super dump too. Doge. It was weird to have such a gap between acting because yes. everything is just so I don't know just boring in some of the other Hallmark movies. Everybody's kind of on the same level and there's not enough differentiation to pick anybody apart. Uh, but bec- even like Robert Picardo was just a cartoon and it, it, it was so funny because it you feel like that might be appropriate in a Hallmark movie but it didn't feel appropriate now. Yeah, he was who did Harold Balaban. Y'all, uh-huh. I'm I'm almost done finally with Way of Kings. And anytime I see a name that kind of feels like it's the same forward yeah. as backwards, I'm like, uh, okay. Going to have to unpack uh, that. Interesting. What does that mean? It's a catan. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. But yeah, Super Dump for me too was uh, just any of what felt like a villain. Like any of our yeah. uh, antagonist was just kind of done really poor. If they even had the time on screen. Which also feels like a Hallmark thing too. It's like yeah. if there's evil, it gets maybe 5% of the screen time. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's the, not the it's threat not really of about evil that. has to be addressed and solved in between commercials. 100%. Yeah. Well, you yeah. can't stress the moms out. They've already got, they got enough going on. <laughs> they watch this to escape the stress. Jack Houston turns on the smoke voice. I'm just looking at some of my notes, making sure I hit everything. <laughs> yeah. Margaret quickly yeah. believes time travel. Dude, so yeah, she has fast. no problem with it. She so no fast with it. does she get on and, board? In fact, not even does she believe it. She's the one who says it, I think, if I remember No, she correctly. says, you're a ghost, right? And she's oh, like, no, right. no, no. It's nothing crazy like that. I just <laughs> traveled through time with a magic hourglass. Well, to Those, be fair, as a photographer, if somebody's suggesting ghost, I think it's a pretty easy jump to just be like, actually, it's this other crazy thing. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Doge, as a photographer whose craft actually helps aid in their livelihood, you seem to be an expert on this. How do you feel about Margaret's camera work? It's fantastic. I would yeah. actually love to hire her. We have some wonderful she, there was a unpaid few internship times. And opportunities. What's funny too is like she was kind of funny. Uh, this actress is actually from Mississippi. I was like, either this is the worst accent or maybe or it's, it's her legitimate. just real voice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's just her I real think voice. It was more legitimate. Uh-huh. She yeah. was great. She was great. Worked she really well for me. Yep. Kooky, kooky sidekick, dude. You got to have you got to have that. And she's like a legitimate one. I think there was enough differentiation between the characters that it was a little bit more compelling than stuff in the past. I agree. Don't know what I'm supposed to believe. <laughs> I agree. No, I, I thought at the beginning of the movie, I thought that Margaret was a lot. And by the end of the movie, I was like, yeah, Margaret, why not? She is a lot. She, she is, is a lot, lot, but that's fine. And she's you know not, and that's she's okay. not here to apologize for it. Nobody's trying to apologize. No. Um, we should write this uh, probably using the scientific cinema scale and uh, probably that is as follows the best thing we could ever say about a movie is own it don't lend it buy Buy that that poster poster. I mean do we need to go any farther (laughs) (laughs) the next best thing is buy it it's followed by rent it and then stream it after that is forget it and last but certainly least the worst thing we could ever say about a movie God hath forsaken us I'm not afraid to go first what do we do about this because right? I know the the scientific cinema scale is a scale for all 
movies. We and had an old scale for Hallmark that was like its own thing. I don't remember what it was. It was three uh, things. It was receive, like you'd like to receive this as a gift, regift, uh, or you would give it to somebody else. And then the third one was receipt. Like nobody should have this. I will return this and get the money instead. Yeah, it's a real and I feel like ass three point sermon type. Yeah, of way. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like having three is is doesn't give it enough room. I, I'm. What do I do? Glad you went first. If you're, if you I know what mind. I'm going to do. If that helps, if you want me to jump in and take the heat here, no. Yeah, yeah. Let's all wait. I buy it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! I buy it. This is this is one that you know you're thankful for when you have like a live TV. Live TV yeah. via a streaming platform is the best thing to do. It's a download that stays in the library. I'm I'm not trying. Uh-huh. If I had the if I had the booted the after 30 space. days thing set up, I'm like, yo, I'm not. Is what? How can I mark this one to not be to never be forever? deleted? I am proud of Hallmark on many different ways. A for continuing to be so very Hallmark, and then B for like maybe doing a better movie than I expected it to be. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It was fun. It was, I was honestly surprised. I enjoyed it. It's clearly on a, a bit of a different scale, a, a different, I don't know, man. I'm not going to not buy it. <laughs> Bill Moore Christmas gonna, was pretty good. Dude. I'm going to give this a very high rent. Like it's pretty close to a buy. Uh, I would pay money to watch this again. Sons commercial without commercials. I probably will watch it again. This is a great like. Hey, it's December twentieth, and I, all these presents aren't going to wrap themselves. I need something on the background <laughs> while I'm prepping for Christmas. This is a great movie to wrap to. That's Don't get about. me wrong. There's a hundred better Christmas movies that I would suggest if you've never seen them that you watch them first. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you've seen every Christmas movie, this was the last one I had you, seen. If you watch them all every year anyway and you're looking for a variety, this is not there's so many worse ways you could spend 82 minutes of your time. Um yeah, I'm renting I'm renting this, which feels like it might as well be by the studio if you're yeah, adjusting for inflation on the <laughs> Hallmark scale. I'm I'm renting this movie, which is Bananas. This is this this watching this is better than a trip to Chili's. Oh, wow. Watching this was better that. than a trip to Chili's for me. I think so, probably. I think it probably clears the this Chili's one, bar. This one more than others probably depends on how hungry I am, but still. Yeah. What a what a what a treat how, you started us off with, Carter. How funny. How did that? this happen? <laughs> I don't are we is just it, older? Are wait, we older? Wait, no, now? no, 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 no. Is it? It's right. It might be right in front of us. Is it doing the Fast and Furious thing? Break that down. Is it? Hmm. So we talked to earlier about goggles. You have to put on your Hallmark goggles. Yeah. Right. Fast and Furious also your has hoggles. its own lenses. Yeah. Yep. It has its own lenses that you have to. No, it's none of these are connected. So none of these are the same right. story. But there is something about leaning into 
knowing like what to expect because it was just kind of parody for me personally before. Well, yeah. I think now I think the Fast and Furious thing that it's doing is it is showing up fully confident. It says I know exactly what it. I am and I'm not I'm not apologizing. I'm not like winking at you like isn't it silly that I'm this? Like when they re when they kind of rebranded a little bit and they yeah. jumped back to just calling it the Fast and the or Fast Can and I, whatever they took away. May yeah. I take a swing at this metaphor if you don't mind? Yeah. Here's what here's how I'm thinking of it. Um Home Alone 2 Lost in New York is like a top three Christmas movie for me. I love it so much. Um, Home Alone 2 Lost in New York is the uh, Reliant K sleigh ride of Christmas movies where it's like, I love it. It's a good song. It's a good movie. I just feel weird listening, watching other times of year. So I wait for December to watch it, to listen to it. Um we watch Just Friends every year on the day we put up our tree. That's a movie I look forward to all year long. I can't wait. And the moment that we get to watch it, I can't wait to hit play. I'm excited to watch that movie every time. And that is Andy Williams, It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year for Me. It's a great song that I genuinely love that I wait all year to watch. Hallmark movies, this one in particular, but Hallmark movies are more like, I think, like rocking around the Christmas tree where it's like, not a song I think about, not a song I love. I don't look forward to listening to it, but when it comes on in December, it hits every time. And I kind of yeah. think that's what this is. It's like a totally seasonally dependent film that in the right time, 2023 or 1946, either one is great to watch. That's what I yeah. think. Rocking Around the Christmas Tree is perfect. And it's like, that's what it is if a Hallmark movie is done to whatever our subjective opinion of well is. Yeah. But it's like, if it's kind of grody, then it's kind Santa of baby. like, baby, it's cold yeah. outside. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say, speaking of time, they should have, it should have been the late 50s instead of the late 40s because I did the math and assuming that her boss is 10 years old when she gives him a peppermint. He's almost 90, past, right? He's like 88 years old. In so the no, that, that makes total that sense to me as a CEO. Old. <laughs> I hope that, that he's on a elevator for sure. I hope yeah, everybody definitely. set aside enough money to make sure that he has a lot more because he really deserves it. And um, you know, he's gonna do he good does. things with it. I'm sure the super I definitely I definitely want gonna... him to make all creative decisions about art. Yeah, hundred percent. Mm -hmm. So glad he's mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. Those peppermints looked good though. I love that his entire life became about peppermints because one lady helped him get one out of a jar one time. She extreme makeover home editioned him. Oh no. She's like, I, I heard you like peppermints. Everything's peppermints now. I do think that qu version of I the just quote realized is the from Pimp connection. My Ride. But yes. Is that a quote? I didn't, I was accidentally quoting Pimp My Ride. Yeah. Exhibit, exhibit, the joke about exhibit on Pimp My Ride was always like, yo, dog, I heard you like this. So we put this in this so you could do this. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. always the joke. It's all the same. Thing. I've never, I've never accidentally quoted "Pimp My Ride." I feel like that, like I've, I've sort of bumped Ele up. You've elevated yourself. I've elevated. Is that how you do it? Like by accidentally quoting "Pimp My Ride," is uh -huh. that how you? That's, that's how that's you. The first step. I don't know if that's how you elevate, but it's certainly how you ascend. You're, you're ascendant. Mm -hmm. I was asking, is that how you get clicks? Oh, we, oh, haven't, we haven't even ended the show out. yet. You ding dong. I'm just what? trying to be done. <laughs> Tune in next week for more <laughs> of this delicious 
and nutritious Christmas content. Uh, thanks for listening. We love you so much. Get on the Patreon. Uh, get some bonus apps. More coming soon, just FYI. Uh, get on the Discord. Chat with us. It's the best. You'll love it. Hey, visit our new website. Visit our new website. Oh, Doge, so good. Doge put in the elbow grease. Gave us a delicious… Why do I keep saying delicious? Am I hungry? Give us, give us a beautiful new website. And, uh, that looks yummy. That looks so scrum diddly umptious. Um, <laughs> to end today's episode, I'd like for each of us to say our name and what time period we'd like to time travel to if we flipped a uh, an hourglass. Uh, and what location we'd like to flip it in. So I think those those two things go hand in hand, right? Okay. It's a much harder question than I thought it was going to be. It's a tough one. You've got all of all of history to think through, and all of places, all the places. (sighs) Got it. For two chunks and a hunk. My name is Jordan, and uh, I would take the hourglass to um, a long-standing Chili's location, Uh. and uh, turn the time back to when they had the original chicken crispers with the batter instead of the breading because I'm devastated that they've yep. taken those away from me. We should try to get That's a chili you. sponsorship. We t- I talk about chilies quite a bit. How Can hard? I, How many, do you think they're sponsoring any say, podcasts? No. Doesn't feel hard. I think Let's there's no it. chance they're sponsoring any podcasts. We seem like their brand, right? 100%, yeah. dude. We're alive. That's true. <laughs> I feel That's like Chili's target audience is people who eat food. That's very true. Bre- breathers, eaters, <laughs> poopers. Definitely those three. Breathers, eaters, poopers. That's us. That was also the other name for our podcast before we decided on two chunks. That was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Doge, and I would take my hourglass to Syracuse, and I would travel back 1,810 years to the Battle of Syracuse to see the claw of Archimedes and Archimedes' heat rays in action and also see if maybe I could see Indiana Jones while I'm there. <laughs> Dork. Very good. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry, I had to clear my throat. <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's not dorky because it's a movie reference and movies are cool. <laughs> movies are pretty cool. I'm Carter. I'm going to take it to our nation's capital and I'm shooting for about the beginning of 2021. Mm. Um. Just because it seems like a good time. You know, I love that time of year. <laughs> I can't think of Maybe anything early bad January. that was Nothing happening bad there. happened yeah. at that yeah. time. I would love to just kind of hang out, see what's going on. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got him. Turn the lights on. We got him. <laughs> oh. Bring him in, boys. He's going to. Wait, nothing's happening him. to him? There's no consequences for this? He could do whatever he wants. Wow. Justice does work. I'm just walking around in the midst of like the storming and I'm just holding an hourglass. They're like, well, I don't know really. This guy was just wrong place. I'm not from right now. I'm not from right now. (laughs) Hey, honestly, they would believe that. Dude, mark it because I'm sure somebody tried that. There was yeah. there was a guy there there was a guy there dressed like a Viking. Yeah. Um, oh, I hope they all go to jail. Bye. So get that how you, that's how you get clicks.
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.